Adam Levy. Episode 3, Space Comet. Where are all the shop assistants? I need to ask someone if this is the best telescope they stock. I think that's the only telescope they stock. It's John Lewis, not a telescope shop. This is ridiculous. I just need to ask someone if this is a space telescope. I don't think it's designed to go into space. It's $119.99. I'm not taking it into space, Drew. How would I be taking it into space? The comet. I need to know if I'll be able to see the once-in-a-lifetime comet. Well, this one says, easy to set up, quick-release dovetail attachment. 700mm focal length. But is that good for looking at comets? Oh, that's a lot of focal length. So, probably? Probably. I have a camera over there that's 989.99 and only has 45mm zoom lens. And this is 119.99 for 700 millimetres. Oh, that is a lot of millimetres per pound. 22 pounds per millimetre versus 5 pounds 80 per millimetre. That's maths you can't argue with. That is a good point. Do you think John Lewis shop assistants now to get around internet parent locks? Is that why you came with me? To bother shop assistants on if they know how to get around your mum's porn lock? I'm not looking at porn. I'm looking at other stuff. Mature art stuff. Blocks out anything with genitals, even classy art genitals. This telescope will have to do. How does this work? Do we take it to the counter, or is this just a display model? I don't know how shops work. And get everything online. There's no one to ask. And I hate the lighting in here. And the carpets. I hate everything about this place. The entire retail store industry deserves to be nothing but rubble and I will laugh in the impoverished, starving faces of their former employees. (laughs) Oh, there's an assistant right there. Oh, excuse me. I had a few questions about this telescope, if you so please. Drew! What are you doing? What? Nothing. Why do you have a telescope? I don't have to explain how I spend my time to you. You haven't even got it pointed at the sky. What are you looking at? Nothing. Go away. Leave me to my hobbies. You don't have any hobbies apart from wanking yourself inside out in that hovel you call a bedroom. You're perving on the neighbours. I'm doing normal telescope things. I'm bird watching. I bet you are. Don't sully our temple with your self-pleasure on the upstairs landing. Keep your perverted shames locked behind closed doors with internet pornography, like a normal person. Stop calling this house your temple. Peeping is a sex offence. I can get you on a register. I'm not peeping. You've got that telescope pointed directly into the neighbour's bedroom. It's the living room. Hand up! Beatrice, there's a sex offender in our temple. You don't even live here. Oh, it's just Drew. Drew? What on earth do you think you're doing with my telescope? He's peeping and touching himself. No, I wasn't. You were going to. Who sets up another man's telescope without permission? This is sacrilege. Who's he peeping on? Oh, let's have a look. I bet it's that woman who goes jogging without a bra. Get off me. Oh. My. God. What is the pervert looking at? It's just a film. A normal film. A film? He's got the telescope focused on the TV. And he's watching... 
What the hell are you watching, Drew? Oh, let's have a look. It's an art film. A cartoon? Why are there so many tentacles? It's anime. It's hentai is what it is. It's mature anime. If there's tentacles inserting themselves into orifices, then it's hentai. Oh, give it back. Oh, this is so weird. Tentacles, like an octopus. Drew, have you used the sacred telescope to look at bestiality through another man's window? It's art. You're just too uncultured to appreciate it. This art is now squirting squid ink all over schoolgirls. Really, Drew? On the landing, a communal space. Let's call the police. Watching cartoon schoolgirls getting drenched in ink is definitely sex offender register behaviour. It's not my fault the neighbours watching Tentacle Attack at Cherry Blossom's all-girls school of appropriately aged schoolgirls five, which is the full title translation, by the way. If my mum, mmm, landlord, had put on a porn block, mmm, mature art and culture block on the internet, then I would be looking at normal art and culture in my room like normal! Trust you to be an atypical pervert. Well, you're still watching it. Pervert time is over. We must take the telescope into the garden to observe the comet's arrival. What comet? The very comet that will be our vessel from this world to another. Oh, yeah. The space comet. You didn't know about any comet. Of course I knew about the vessel comet from space. Bollocks you did. It's a ball of pure light sent by a super-advanced alien civilization to absorb worthy souls from all over the galaxy and transport them to a new dimension they're colonising, which resembles what you might have been led to believe is heaven. How's that for bollocks? Sounds like a blowbang full of bollocks. Jill is entirely correct. (laughs) Except for the fact that the comet is not a ball of pure light which absorbs worthy souls. (laughs) That is absurd. It is a spaceship. It will collect us for transportation into the new dimension. That's basically what I said. You said it was going to beam up arseholes. They're not going to beam up arseholes, are they? Why would they want arseholes? They only want worthy souls. Like me. That's not what I... You said no. Shut up. My point is, you made it sound like they're going to magically collect our spirits. Like we're fucking ghosts or something. But that's exactly what a soul is. Do I have to explain what a spiritual essence is to you for Grutian's sake? Who the fuck is Grutian? It's the alien's ruler, obviously. Oh, stop making up gods. Grutian isn't a god. He's an elected official. They are a very sophisticated race. Sophisticated enough to send a spaceship and use a highly functional and completely safe teleportation system to collect us from Earth. No, that's stupid. We get beamed into a ball of light that knows a worthy soul when it sees one. How is a spaceship more stupid than a sentient ball of light? Who are we to question alien magic? You're talking about space magic now. Magical balls of sentient light is no more mad than Handar thinking they'd just beam a person up like something out of Star Trek. It is nothing like Star Trek. Your tiny mind can't even comprehend the complexities of advanced alien teleportation technology. Now that's way too far-fetched. If they're going to do it, then it's going to be a magic ball of like sucking your soul out of you. It's the only realistic way they'd manage it. They're realistically going to suck your soul out of your body into a ball of light. It will be a spaceship. A luxury spaceship, transport class, with ensuite facilities tailored to the species of the occupant. 
And that's less absurd than space magic. Yes! No, 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 no. Having souls sucked up from planets and mashed all together into a ball of flying light is far, far more realistic than ground to outer space teleportation. (laughs) They have mastered the science of intergalactic space and dimensional travel. (laughs) I think they've worked out a minor little thing like teleportation. Minor little thing. Do you even understand how teleporters work? They destroy every single atom of your body and then rebuild them in their chosen location. They basically kill you and then resurrect you with all your thoughts and memories and dreams and everything that makes you, you! Isn't that from the movie The Fly? I don't know, I haven't seen it. I just know a lot about teleporters because I tried to build one for my physics practical and it's impossible. Trust me. You should ask them to resurrect you without the idiot parts. Which is what is actually impossible, as you are all idiot. Enough of this bickering! These are pointless, earthly squabbles. I command everyone to the garden, where we'll observe the spaceship's approach and await our transportation into a new dimension. Do these highly sophisticated teleporters not work through roofs, then? Shut up! There are four bags by the back door. Take one each. I have a gift for you all. Where is Jill? Is she still getting changed? I think she went out. What could possibly be more important than this? She's going to miss the ship. Do I really have to wear this gift handy? We have to be matching. Why? Because we're astronauts and astronauts have uniforms. We're not astronauts. Aliens are taking us across the galaxy into a new dimension. Of course we're astronauts. In fact, we're superior to astronauts. We're galactonauts. We're travelling the galaxy. Adelpha Betas Galactonautus is a species of poison frog. Concentrate on setting up that telescope. If you can focus it on a TV for cartoon smut, then you can focus it on our ship. Mm, the collar on these stupid overalls you bought is way too tight. And the material's itchy. Where did you get this fancy dress tat from? Oh, I paid good money to have these overalls custom made. The tailor assured me they are suitable for space travel. You went to a space tailor? Ah, I found him in the internet. Locally, there is no such thing. He was a fan of the Star Trek, so I'm sure he knows a thing or two about space uniforms. Was he the one who told you about the transporter being? I don't hear a lot of telescope focusing going on. I don't understand why I can't wear normal clothes. You are not meeting a sophisticated higher alien race wearing denim dungarees, Beatrice. I like our space overalls. Thank you, Drew. You think you're going to have your soul sucked out of you? What does it matter what you're wearing? Just nice to be wearing clean clothes. I haven't seen him do a single wash since I've lived here. Yes, I have. That time that the brown sludge oozed up the kitchen sink. And just now I put all my clothes in the machine. So that's twice. So shut up. I just do agree that the overalls are a bit itchy though, especially on the genital area. Are you naked under those? That's how you wear overalls. No, you don't. They're overalls. Over alls. They go over your clothes. The clothes in the name, your shambolic excuse for a person. You can't meet a sophisticated alien race going commando, Drew. If they're that sophisticated, then they shouldn't care how another species packages their testicles. Go put some pants on this instant. Everything's in the wash. 
Full cycle. 75 degrees, three and a half hours, and trust me, it needs every degree. You put your entire wardrobe in, including all of your pants. They were the worst offenders. You can't turn them inside out a third time. You'll just be looping back round to the problems. Why would you even put on a wash when we're about to be taken to a new dimension? Well, just in case the comet is not a spaceship or a ball of sentient light and it's just, you know, a comet. <gasps> Sacrilege! Blasphemy! I made tea. We need to drink all of it. Jill, where have you been? The shops. Take a mug. Come on, drink up. We haven't got long. Perfect. It's a bit niffy out here. These overalls could have done with a wind protection lining. That's why they go overclothes, Drew. What could you need from a shop? We're about to depart this dimension. And why aren't you wearing your space uniform? I wasn't wearing that thing to the pharmacy. What do we even need uniforms for? They only need our souls. We need to release them from the confines of our body so that they'll be free for collection when the comet passes over. Wait, we're doing what with our souls? Drew, maybe you should stop drinking the tea. That blasphemous heathen should drink the whole pot. Jill, what's in the tea? Well, I was thinking that, realistically, the aliens can't just suck the souls out of us. The souls need to be... Loose, so that they can be absorbed by the comet's light particles. We just have to make do with the tea, because that pharmacist with the mole on her forehead is a right piece of work. She insisted they don't sell cyanide, which is bollocks. And just because I was asking about other poisons, she refused to sell me sleeping tablets, saying I needed a prescription. Even more bollocks. Then security started following me and refused to let me buy anything with bleach in it. Wait... What's in the tea? 80 bags. 80 bags of what? Of chamomile tea. You do know you don't have any bleach in this house or any cleaning products of any kind. It's no wonder that every surface has a brown tinge to it. So I'm clear. There's just tea in this tea I drank. There's no cyanide or poison or anything that's going to kill me. Unfortunately not. But... I reckon an entire pack of chamomile should be able to relax the souls out of us. You wanted to kill us? Jillian! I'm trying to free our souls. You're insane. That's it. I'm going with the spaceship thing. The comet is not a comet, it's a spaceship. (sighs) Yes! But they're not going to use the scientifically impossible transporter beam from Star Trek. They're going to fly down and pick us up like normal. Like normal? They're going to park up between the bush and the shed, like what normally happens. They're not going to park in the garden, obviously. There's no room. There's too many people about. The, the hill would be a good spot. I'm not walking up that fucking hill again. No, he's right. There's too much interference here. All these TV aerials, radio signals, microwaves, Wi-Fi, they'll interfere with the teleporter. Drew... Pack up the telescope. We're going up to the hill. (sighs) On board. We are waiting for a spaceship. How can you possibly find that boring? Because we've been on this hill for three fucking hours. I'm a bit bored too. Then I suggest you drink the rest of your tea and have a nap. That's cold. That's your own fault for not wearing underwear. Everyone shut up! You'll put the aliens off with all this negativity. Oh, 
Have they got a negativity radar now? They can scan the planet's surface for negative life forms and refuse to let them on their space plane of positive love and happiness. I'm starving. Did anyone other than Jill bring any food? What's wrong with the protein bars I bought? Because you clearly poisoned them. No, I didn't. We all saw you crush up ibuprofen before we left. And, FYI, one sachet is not enough to kill four people. All that'll do is help us be slightly less inflamed. All I'm saying is that our spirits are still in our bodies and we're currently sat on a hill instead of hurtling through space at the speed of light into another dimension. (gasps) Wait! I see something in the telescope. Yes. Yes, it's here. Get ready. Uh, How? Look wise and noble and worthy. How does that look? You don't need the telescope. I can see it passing overhead. I paid $119.99 for this telescope. I am going to use it. Well, Jill, now or never, are you going to free your soul? Oh, we'll see who's laughing when I'm elected into Grutian's office. Sort of past our heads now. No. No. Uh, No, why aren't they stopping? Uh... We are ready, oh great ones. We are worthy. Do you think they can hear ya? It's moving a lot faster than I thought it would. Do all comets move that fast? It's so high. It's just a dot in the sky. A dot rapidly disappearing into the night. Oh. <sighs> they can't get away from us quick enough. It's uh, gone. Is that it? Oh, they snubbed me. Me! The Great Hander. Nobody calls you great. After all the devotion I've shown, all the sacrifices I've made, I bought a telescope. We can return that. John Lowe says a pretty good returns policy. I can't return the overalls, though, can I? Not after you've had your bare balls rubbing about in them. How dare they? Do they think they're better than us? Mm, Grutian was always a bit of an elitist, not down with the common, hard-working life forms. I bet that's why they're called ETs. It actually stands for elitist twats. Do you think, maybe, perhaps, it was just a normal everyday space comet? Everyday comet? This was a once-in-a-lifetime comet. Just because something happens once in your life doesn't mean it's special. I once saw a homeless man punch a pigeon out the air. What's that got to do with anything? I'm probably never going to see that happen again. Doesn't mean it meant anything. Let's just go home. Uh, Drew, did you bring your keys? No. I didn't think there'd be much use in the new dimension. You put on a wash in case this very thing happened, but you didn't think to bring your house keys. Oh, I forgot about the wash. We sat there all night. Everything's going to smell of damp. That's an odour upgrade for you. I suppose no one has their house keys or or phones or any money or, or anything at all? I've got three protein bars and a flask of very strong chamomile tea. Oh. Basking in the light of a passing comet uh, that was only ever a comet, we shall use the bars of protein to fill our bellies 
and use a ceremonial flask to fill our souls. I'm not filling any part of me with a flask. Souls, Jill. He said souls. Stop interrupting the ceremony. Oh, ram your fucking ceremony up your soul. Don't talk to me like that. I am your leader. I didn't vote for you. There was a vote? There was no vote. I rule as it's my house. We're not in the house. We're on a hill. So it's not your house, Handai. You just live there. Shut up, Drew. No one wants to hear the opinions of a pervert. I don't want to hear the opinions of somebody who hasn't seen Star Trek. Have you even watched... Sex Chip by Paul Adam Levy. Featuring Carla Siegel as Jill. Hannah Meyer as Beatrice. Theo Brignall as Drew. And Joseph Krajewski as Handa. Recorded at the Practice Rooms in Stevenage with... What the hell is your job? <laughs> Sound engineer. Recorded at the Practice Rooms in Stevenage with sound engineer Andy Plowman.